0: Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quatt, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Cash Erickson, also known as Don Ugly, coming to us live from Orlando, Florida. How's it going today? Hey, man, how you doing? Thank you so much for having me, Tom. Absolutely, absolutely. It's been one of those days where all week, it's been nothing but work, work, work. And then today it was just kind of like after the first few hours, it was like, oh, wait, I don't actually have to do anything right now. So it was, (laughs) it was a weird, interesting day where the pressure wasn't quite as on as it had been all week. So. Right. Yeah, man. Sometimes you have those days, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But. Do you want me to call you Cash or Don, or does it not really matter? Call me yeah, call me Cash. Man. Call you uh, Cash, Don, okay. That's
1: the moniker for the music and stuff like that, but no, okay. uh, yeah, just call me Cash.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> so Cash, first off, I want to thank you so much for uh, jumping on the podcast. I'm really excited to sit down and chat with you a little bit. Um, before we kind of jump into the new single, the tour, everything you got going on, uh, what, what's kind of your background story? What got you into music? Um,
1: yeah, I just, um, you know, I've been, my mother was a, um, amateur musician. She played percussion, but she did it for a long time. Um, and, uh, growing up, that was always, um, an influence with my mother. You know, she, uh, got me into music at a really young age and I, she bought me my first guitar when I was like seven or eight and, um, and all on from there, man, um. Uh, uh, my mother is a huge part of it. You know, we used to, uh, used to get off, uh, like sixth grade off the bus and you hear my mom banging the, her congas from the bus stop. And I just run home and play acoustic guitar with her and stuff and jam with her, why she would do that. So, no. uh, yeah, so that's, that's what started it for me was, was my mother.
0: Cool. And, uh, the first instrument you picked up was the guitar. Yes. Yes. Um, was that always the instrument you knew you wanted to play or was there a point there where you saw yourself as a drummer or a keyboard, you know?
1: Um, That was definitely the very first instrument that I wanted to play. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really get into multi-instrumentalism into like uh, much older. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, I consider myself to be like pretty amateur at everything else, you know, like, like I, I'm a producer. I produce my music and I do the whole overdub thing and I can, you know, I can play the piano and the bass and all that stuff, but uh drums, no, I'm terrible at drums. I either hire a drummer or I do program drums. <laughs> yeah. I cannot I am not ambidextrous enough to play drums. Um yeah. but yeah, so I think the second one I got to was piano. That was probably like I was like 18, you know, that was like the first other instrument that was besides strings, like you know, bass kind of goes with guitar without saying, you know, and uh that was like when I was 18 years old when I really started just messing with other instruments rather than guitar.
0: Gotcha. And then, uh, as, as you started playing music and stuff, who were you looking up to, uh, in at, as a musician, who are some of your inspirations?
1: Man, um, <laughs> I have so many different inspirations. Like, uh, cause I, I just love all types of music and especially growing up, I went through so many different phases. I get a lot of laughs at this, but you know, I, I still, to this day, I, I used to love, and still do love Lent Biscuit. I don't care what anybody says. Um, that was like something me growing, I grew up with new metal and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love, uh, like my mother got me in all the classics. So, you know, like Jim Morrison is one of my biggest influences, uh, the doors, um, you know, I would listen to a lot of, um, grunge, uh, you know, like Nirvana and, uh, Chris Cornell and stuff like that. um, and, you know, like if, if it was to boil down to one artist that I really just look up to the most would be Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just his crazy, beautiful mind mixed with his just ballsy ego and everything in between is just like I've been infatuated since I learned about it. You know? and, but, uh, man, my, you know, my... Influence comes from so many different uh muses when it comes to when it comes to those genres. So it's hard to pinpoint really just one, especially when you listen to my music.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You brought up Limp Biscuit, and I will say uh Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water was my first parental advisory album that I ever bought. That's funny because that's
1: mine too. Mine too. I swear I swear. And that was it, my only reason it
0: was to. because originally my mom bought me the censored version or whatever it was. Oh, it's and not the I, same. <laughs> and then I went and grabbed the receipt and returned it. And my buddy, who was over <laughs> 18 or whatever it was, he had to be, he was like, Don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, cool. So yeah,
1: that's so funny because that is like my same exact situation. My mom bought me the split and like song number two, I think it's called like hot dog or something. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but like, you know, it's like the F word every two seconds. And in the, the exploit version, it's just silence. So it's like, what's, what's going on right now? You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, that's hilarious, man. Like, all the kids in my neighborhood, like, we, it was fine. We grew in, up in a neighborhood in, uh, actually, not in Jacksonville, in South Florida. I've been all over Florida. But anyway, this was in South Florida. And I remember we all used to be like a rollerblade gang. We'd all wear like mission skates, like the yeah. hockey skate. We'd all have our little CD player, like Walkman type deals, and we all had Chocolate Starfish and a Hot Chocolate. Uh, it, was, it was the jam back then, man. That was the that back then. New metal was hot, you know. That was yeah. that was what was going on, you know.
0: It was everything, and then no, like you said, at least you didn't say Nickelback because no. I we would have had a completely different conversation because when I went, when I was in college getting my, uh, getting my associates, I I went through a really serious Nickelback phase, which I'm not too proud to admit to. I get get ostracized constantly because uh, one year when we first started doing live and amplified, I forgot I had a Nickelback album in my car. And my buddy was helping my sound engineer was helping me pack. And he was, he finds it and he takes a photo and tags me on Facebook. He's like, I don't know if I could work with you anymore because I just found this in the back of your car. And I'm like, what a pal. Oh man. Yeah.
1: I gotta say, I mean, you know, I'm not like, I try my best to like, not hate on other musicians, especially because like, I'm, I'm, you know, karma and stuff. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't want to like ever be like have hate like Nickelback or something like that, like because they are people hate them, man. Oh yeah, I don't like them, but I don't hate them either. You know, like I, the whole cliche of them like being hated is is definitely real, but yeah, um, it, yeah, like, like really hate them, and I feel yeah. bad for Chad Kroger and all them. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where it's like hate such a strong word, and there's very few people in this world that I actually hate. Like, right. am I going to go out of my way to go to a Nickelback concert? No. no you, you, you won't
1: catch me at a Nickelback
0: yeah. concert. I mean, okay.
1: maybe if, I, like, if if it just happens and, like, I was going for free, like, you know, if I'm just there, I'm not going to, like, bitch about it. But, like, I'm not going to go buy a ticket and
0: go to a Nickelback yeah, concert. Absolutely. I 100%
1: agree. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Chad. No disrespect, bro. I hope you like my music. If not, it's understandable. It's all yeah. good.
0: <laughs> but I was, I was looking through your uh, – um your spotify like your bio on your spotify and he had some really cool names some names that i've recently ran into you had like uh father john mitzi well i yeah, saw him play in it. tampa i saw him play in tampa a few years ago which oh was... we're at um at uh that gasparilla festival yep yep i
1: was i was there too bro and uh, a lot of people like say like i don't think i look like him in person like some photos i definitely like him but i i've gone to like three of his shows i've been to them in atlanta and i went to that show and uh in in orlando as well Mm -hmm. every time i go to a father john misty concert there's some girl that is so disappointed like like i remember at tampa i was like in the front row and then this girl like tats me on the back and i turn around and she's like crying and she was like you're not him and i was like i'm sorry
0: nope no, nope.
1: I'm like, dude, it's just the long hair and the beard, you yeah. know. And that, that's
0: that's yeah. it. The, so you were just attending Gasparilla as a fan, or were you actually? Oh playing? yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I was just a fan. Um, at that point, I was still like in the, uh, um, I was still doing like very little things with Don Ugly, still kind of cultivating everything, if gotcha. you will. If that's even a word.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> let's talk about that a little bit. How long's Don Ugly kind of been in the works?
1: I created Dawn Ugly, uh, around like 2016. Okay. Um, I, I was in college here in Orlando at uh, full sale and, you know, like I said, I've been playing guitar since I was like eight and I've written poetry since I was probably like 12, but I didn't really have the cojones to like do anything with it, you know? And like, it's kind of just did it for like personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And then, um, uh my a friend of mine his name's patrick uh who attended school with me uh one day like I, this was after like i was you know i went to full sale for recording arts you know mm-hmm. and got my bachelor's in uh, audio engineering um but during that time uh, one of the when we were like in our production classes uh, i recorded a song that is, uh, still to this day not actually official but a lot of my day one fans know but i recorded a song called bad games and I showed it to Patrick and he was like, dude, this is, this is awesome. Like lyrically and like instrumentally and like all that stuff. And, uh, and I was just like, that really woke me up for it. And he was like, you know, what do you, you know, what are you going to do with it? I was like, you know, I don't know yet. And then that really set set it for, for me. It was like, okay, like maybe I should really just do, do this because, you know, it's something, you know, my mother passed away in 2014. She was a huge influence on me. And she always told me, like, I need to do it. Like, I, she knew I'd, I'd do something if, 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 it, uh, if I actually went for it. And so all that in mind, I just, I started writing. And then, um, you know, I started writing some really cool things. And then, you know, having so many influences with, like, monikers, you know, like Father John Misty, uh, you know, Sting, you know, things like that people like that um i kind of wanted to follow suit so then i started trying to think about you know what what can i do you know like what what should i call myself and uh i went through so many different corny corny ideas like okay. so many things and uh and i just you know, like i always had in my mind i don't really care what it is like but at the same time you have to have it be authentic so like what i did was i at that point i kind of like one night i was having like Madman like writing session in my room, and I just kind of threw all my lyrics, like all my pages of music that I had on the ground, and then I kind of like just read them separately, but then I put them all together and realized that like I write a lot about like the ebb and flow of life, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I said like you know the good and the bad the ugly, you know the ebb and flow. And then I said ugly, dawn ugly, like all just came like that. Yeah. And then it was like I saw it in my head, like I saw it on a marquee. I liked how like you know it like sounded you know it, i know it's kind of ridiculous sounding but like that's kind of what my goal was you know something crazy enough for people to remember or at least want to check out you know
0: yeah absolutely and that's all okay
1: man you know like just you know, like i said uh it really started Don, Donnelly came to uh after my you know my production phase in college you know bad games that really uh that's what really did it for me and I'm actually working on that song right now, so it should be released for the next year.
0: Nice, nice. Well, first off, I wanna uh sorry about your mother passing. I just recently went through that myself, so I know what you went through and stuff. So uh, sorry yeah, about man. that. And likewise, you know, it's been about
1: almost eight years now for me, but it's you know, it's always there, you know. But yeah, and no, I'm sorry too, man. It's uh it's she, part of life that's not that easy, you know.
0: Yeah, she went from uh, my mom went from pancreatic cancer, so yeah. oh, it was it was rough. But um, so you've been uh, obviously with the pandemic, like shows and stuff haven't been ha- happening as frequently. But you've got a huge tour coming up, so we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But you've re- released some new music here, uh, August sixth, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, rugs. Uh, Rug. released a new single drug rugs in, uh, August 6th. Uh, what's kind of the uh, story behind that song?
1: So drug rugs is a, uh, it's a song about, um, cathars- catharsis, you know, like having a, like a, a breaking moment under the influence of psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, it's based off of a experience that I had with a few friends. Uh, we went to Taos, New Mexico and, um, Kind of did the whole cliche uh, find yourself deal, um, you know. We took some, um, silo-silver, uh, silo-silver, sorry, silver mushroom. Yeah, yeah, you know, mushroom. Yeah, and uh, you know, we uh, and that's where the song came. You know, it was. Um, this was like right before I actually. Uh, this was during a break in my college time. This was right before I uh, uh, made bad games and all that. So this is kind of also something i should have maybe mentioned before but this was also a huge thing to help me create don ugly was that experience Uh, you know it might sound cliche you know like there's a lot of songwriters that talk about tripping in the desert and stuff like that but um it's just something for me uh that i experienced and it was like something i wanted to write about and um i also did you know that being said with the whole cliche thing i didn't want it to be like a whole like oh melancholy psychedelic song, so I went with the whole whiskey bar on a Saturday night type yeah. feel instead. Um, but yeah, that's the drug rugs the name. Um, uh, you know, during that whole spiel um, when it got night, you know, closer to nighttime and got cooler, we all had these little drug rugs. Yeah, it's, they're like they're like ponchos, you know, yeah. but like uh, in the jam band scene or you know that the hippie scene, you'll. Hear that term drug rugs a lot and mm-hmm. i just like how it rolled off the tongue and you know that i was like yeah. yeah let's go with let's go with that you know
0: <laughs> well when i saw that the title of the song was drug rugs and then i'd started listening to it i originally thought i was listening to the wrong song because it just <laughs> didn't sit like when you think drug rugs it's like okay it's probably gonna be a little bit more psychedelic and then it right? wasn't and i'm like wait a minute, am I listening to the right song? Nope. Definitely listening to the right song. So, um, really enjoyed it. Um, how long, so you, how long after your trip to Taos did you start coming up with the idea for the song and start writing it down?
1: Oh, I didn't write the song to after the fact for years. Um, you know, that happened in like 2016, 2017. And uh, I didn't write Joe Grugs until maybe two years ago. So, um, you know, it was just like it was kind of a whole process for me with the whole Don Ugly thing, you know, and um, that was, you know, it, like I've always tried to make material that, you know, there's a lot of songs. That I kind of put myself in like a situation, you know, like I'll write about an idea rather than like an actual experience. Yeah. But I do try to write a lot about experiences in my life. And that was just something that, you know, came back to mind. Um something that I finally felt comfortable writing about, you know, because um uh, I've been on a few podcasts since I've released it. And there's been like a few that are kind of like, Oh, well, you know, we're not promoting drugs on here. I'm like, no, that's not what I'm talking about either. You know, like so it's all been like uh it was kind of like um it, it took me a while to kind of get the I'll say it again in mm-hmm. to kind of like write about material like that. So that was only yeah, like two years ago since I've written that song.
0: Oh wow, okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're not that strict about what we talk about on here. That's cool, man. That's cool. I had one guy tell me once that there was a demon behind me and that I needed to watch out.
1: Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. Dude. I'm pretty uh, spiritual. I believe in that stuff. And I would I'd be like, all right, dude, well, this has been a great time. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: yeah. well, and it was one of those things where I, I was looking behind me and I'm like, wait, what? Oh, you you see my, cause I have a dehumidifier during that time. My computer was back up against this wall and I had the dehumidifier sitting behind me and the dehumidifier was on and it had two little red lights sitting right there. And that's <laughs> what he was seeing. And I'm like, he was like, well, okay, I still feel oh, something. <laughs> so you guys
1: if it's still live if you still have it posted, you guys send me a
0: link to that. Riff, so I don't want to watch that. I, I I that, that interview went so right field, like just so uh, off the tracks that I don't even know if I have a copy of it anymore. I hear oh. you.
1: Yeah. That would definitely throw me off. You know, yeah. like there's like an etiquette, you know, doing these things, you know, they don't do weird stuff like that, man. Come on. Like at least yeah. tell me later, you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Tell me later when we're not on the air, but even right. when we weren't on the air, that's when the really weird shit started happening. And I'm like, okay, dude, they And so, so wh- wh- where, where, where you see that? <laughs> yes. So, but anyway, no, so drug rugs really enjoyed that song. Um, are you working towards a full length album with that single or like, wh- what's kind of the plan moving forward with the music?
1: So, um, yeah, actually, uh, I, I, have I'm working on an LP right now. Okay. Um, I just thought, uh, cause I've had so many things going on this year. Um, you thought thank thank goodness you know i i uh, i'm really blessed to have been able to do the things i've been doing um and um but i am like a i do everything myself you know i i do have an agency that like helps me book gigs and stuff but like when it comes to production when it comes to like really like the nitty-gritty marketing and and uh networking and stuff you know i do a lot of that myself so on top of that i work construction on the side to make money to afford this type of lifestyle um you know because uh, it takes a long time to really make some money up for music so <laughs> but um anyway um uh, so uh you know that's just that's just what it, i've, I've just been blessed to have been able to to uh have all these opportunities and such a crazy mess you know
0: yeah understood understood you know it's you you said it takes a while to make money off of music i think it just takes a while to make money off of art period like yeah you know absolutely
1: yeah let me rephrase that you're absolutely right you know it. you know people think it happens overnight you know it's you yeah. know those people got real
0: lucky that's all i'm gonna say so so. the all the only thing they're seeing is the quick oh before uh he popped up on the top 10 charts on a Friday, but they didn't see the five years of work or yeah, 10 the, years the market, or 20 years. So
1: to probably, you know, market it that way and to publish yeah. it, and to just get it in the right ears. you know, like I spend so much money on like Facebook uh, market, you know, with my music and stuff. And, and it's, uh, you know, I I've, I've finally figured out like my own algorithm, if you will to like yeah. super successful to where like I actually get new followers and like actual listeners. Cause you know, for a long time, I feel like I'll just throw money out the window, but there is like, there's people that are like are specialized in like that Facebook marketing stuff. And like yeah. that, that's real. Like that, like people don't understand just like how uh, effective it can be, but also how hard it is to learn, especially with this iOS update where like, you know, people can click whether or not they want um, personal advertisements from their searches, you know? Yeah. Now, that that awesome i mean it is pretty nice from the consumer point because then you don't have like you don't feel like entirely you're getting listened to by the fbi but yeah. like, but uh but you know like for someone who's like marketing themselves you know because before back in the day you can type like you know let's say i'm posting a song you can be like oh people who listen to like uh, Tones or like you know you can like do things like that. Now that's not as effective because like people just turn that off and like the algorithm can't tell what they like anymore.
0: Yeah. Know? So well, that's kind of why we're, you're starting to see a lot of promotions go back old school. Like instead of focusing so heavy on the internet, you're starting to see people go back to trying booting on the radio, trying to get yeah. radio connects and all Street that. Stuff. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. Because absolutely. it's like, digital they have it set up now to where you could shut all that stuff off and not get bombarded and so yes digital is still very impactful but as far as trying to just get new people it's like street teams and radio djs and all that stuff still very viable absolutely absolutely hence why we started a radio state show but you know that's
1: Absolutely. Yeah, man. I mean, you're actually right about that. Uh, I, I, you know, it's more of a, a necessity now to like, you know, for a little while it was like, oh, you don't, it doesn't really matter if you go and promote yourself to radio stations. Like, you know, now it's kind of, it's not like that anymore. Like it's yeah. coming back and street teams, especially, you know, like, um, there's a few, uh, you know, not, not every city on this tour because on this tour. I have like a few like bar gigs type deal, but the ones where I have like for venues and I'm playing with other bands, um, you know, I've hired street teams to like f- uh, pass off flyers and hang up flyers and stuff yeah. like that. Very effective. And it's very necessary to
0: do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about the, uh, upcoming tour. You got a pretty big, uh, run of shows sure. coming up. It seemed, I saw like your first jump from Louisiana to Arizona, and then I realized it was yeah. over a week. And I was like, oh man, he's getting ballsy. Think he's going to make that jump from Louisiana to Arizona in one no, day? No, yeah. No, not in one day, dude. Like I do
1: have to fly or something. Yeah. No, yeah. I got to, I had some shows out, um, you know, because of the times So they were canceled that were in between that route, um, yeah. but those canceled. So it is what
0: it is, you know? Yeah. And I mean, luckily you're going through from louisiana to arizona you'll be going through texas and new mexico and where's yeah. bisbee at bisbee's up like north side Arizona.
1: it's pretty much on the uh, border of mexico pretty much
0: oh almost. okay so it's south okay yeah so you'll there's... be going right past like phoenix or not phoenix, yeah uh, i'm definitely
1: gonna stop in new mexico you know it's been a long time and i love new mexico as you can see yeah, thanks, Grandma.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, New Mexico's uh, awesome. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed my four years there, and if there was ever an, a real opportunity to move back, I'd probably wouldn't bat an eyelash. So,
1: heck yeah, yeah. My girlfriend, she's always like, I would. She loves it too, and she's like, you would absolutely love New Mexico. And tells me I need to go to Albuquerque and stuff yeah. like
0: that. Albuquerque is an interesting. Like for me, I have a what I call a Tom habitation line. So basically, I won't go <laughs> any further north than uh, than Albuquerque essentially, just because okay. it's like once you get past that point, it's too cold for me. I got you. Yeah, I grew- you know, it's, pretty, it's pretty hot in Texas man. I grew up. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Chicago. Like I dealt with the the lake effect snow, the sub zero temperatures, the you know, all that craziness. And nope, I'm good. I'm done. I I will never, ever go back to Chicago.
1: So. Oh man, I, that's it's rough, dude. It is, you know. I mean, I'm from Florida. I've been born and raised. Um, I I like the snow, but I couldn't live it. You know, I, I the, the coldest I've ever been was when I was in Minnesota, in like in the January years ago, and uh, it was like a Saturday night. We're leaving a bar, and I had like layers and layers of clothing on. You know, North Face this, North Face all yeah. over the place. I walk outside and like I, my bones hurt immediately and I'm like running to my truck. Like what the hell? I got all these things on. I'm still hurting Now I look at my phone. It said it was like negative 42, like a wind chill of 15 degrees. I was like, yo, get me out of here. Like I came and I couldn't, you know, I was like in like close to like uh Canada type Minnesota yeah. oh, yeah. where it was, like, I, or something like
0: I w- did had a very, I wasn't there during the winter, but I was getting ready to move to North Dakota like north north dakota like half hour from the border north dakota um and i went up there this was during the oil fracking boom like when, oh, yeah. when everything was like insanely expensive and so right. I had taken a job i went up there and i couldn't find a place to live for under four grand a month or three grand a month it was like three grand a month for an apartment and i'm like i'm not even making three grand a month like i can't afford to live here so like brooklyn prices man jesus and so uh i was sitting there and i was talking to my dad he's like you know if you if you just want to come down to because my parents live in florida uh my dad lives down in uh about an hour north of west palm beach
1: what like uh stewart sebastian
0: yep there you go stewart i said you know, I have to get out of that habit because I forgot that people in Florida know where Stewart is. If I tell people outside of Florida, they don't know where Stewart is. It's like, Oh, you'd be
1: surprised. You'd be really? surprised. Some uh, You know, I, my dad, uh, you know, uh, lives in West uh, South Florida and um, growing up, he would take me to uh, it's called like Walton rocks. Cause he's a surfer and like, that's like, there's nowhere to surf in Florida, but at Walton rocks and Stewart, there's like a, it's like a, um, it's like a rock jetty or something like that yeah. kind of like encloses the water to where it makes waves there yeah so that's a really good place to surf okay um, so, so i i grew up going to Stewart all the time
0: oh well okay
1: but you'll be some florians i like
0: Stewart. what who yeah <laughs> i got you but it, so um yeah anyways i was talking to my dad and he was like yeah you were in north dakota in july It would have been way different in January. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to electrically start your car every morning in January. I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. And he's like, yeah, I would have had to come up there and shown you how to do it. And I'm like, if you could
1: even get to your car, with all the snow.
0: Yeah. And he was like, (laughs) you, you leaving will be the best decision you ever make. And I'm like, Okay. And so yeah. then I just left and that was the- Dude, Yeah, I don't I couldn't live in
1: in um in uh, environments like that. That you know, that'd be too rough for me being get snowed in and just like having to put on that many clothes. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, you how, leave. how long did you end up living in Minnesota?
1: Oh, I didn't live in Minnesota. I just visited there. Oh, visited, I,
0: okay. Yeah, I was only there
1: for like, like a week. Uh yeah, as an all- ex of mine. She had family up there and we went and visited them ah gotcha good time beautiful beautiful place um but yeah no i'm a floridian and, you know snow is like you know that's for the birds man that's for the weather's they can have that
0: yeah <laughs> absolutely you know it's yeah i 100 get it it didn't i lived in florida off and on for three years give or take and it didn't take long for me to be like yeah i'm good with the snow i'm done so yeah yeah
1: i mean you're just not used to it if you live down here it's just so you know i mean it's hot in texas too but you know yeah. i've worked, I worked construction in texas and uh you know i worked construction in south florida and it's like it's it's pretty much the same it's more it's, humid in florida though i, I will say
0: that it's oh, it much is. it's so funny because like during the summer they're here they're like oh my god it's so humid out and i'm like i mean <laughs> yeah but no not really
1: it's it's you know if, if you're a you're a Texan that used to live in Florida you're trained
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know you're like yep yeah, no I can deal with this it
0: sucks but I can deal. Oh, I lived, <laughs> I lived in Tallahassee for two years.
1: Okay, Tallahassee is like the only place in
0: Florida with like hills. Well, ta- oh, I call Tallahassee the armpit of America because it's very much the armpit of America, like literally <laughs> geographically. <laughs> because it's the only place where it is kind of like the armpit of florida if you really think about it it's it's one of those places where like that humidity doesn't burn off like it could be midnight and it's still humid as it was at noon because it just doesn't burn off it's insane so it's
1: rough in north florida you know you got all the woods that hold that you know and um i don't think there's a beach very close to tallahassee and yeah all that is just like it's just like sits there yeah and it's rough and yeah i used to um i, I, I spent quite a few times uh because i you know i used to live in jacksonville i used yeah. to go to all the time and um <laughs> yeah i've had some fun time in yeah. but uh, that's funny the armpit <laughs> yeah.
0: i i it's because i say that to people all the time and they're like i never thought of it like that but that is very true and i'm like yeah so <laughs> but not to turn this into let's bash every place we've ever lived <laughs> i felt like we went on a little tangent there but it is what it is. uh let's jump back on the tour you're doing a nice little swing like up the pretty much doing a whole west coast tour is essentially what it yeah. is yeah and man, you're coming I've, back down through nashville i'm assuming you've been to nashville before played nashville yeah
1: I've actually never played in nashville never uh, first time playing in nashville i'm very excited about that but i have been in nashville quite a few times Love the city. Um and uh but yeah, no, this is the first time I'm fortunate enough to have a gig and I'm okay. very excited. And I'm even more excited because um this uh I've told like where I'm playing is uh like a very cool local spot. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not on the strip, it's a lot yeah. of like original positions go here. It's yeah. in midterm Okay. And, uh, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that, you know. Um,
0: right. yeah. You know. where are you playing at in Nashville?
1: Oh man, you know, I feel like a jerk. I gotta look, uh, cause I, okay. I, I don't know the I think It's called like, I think it's called, uh, not Sweetwater. I think it's called like, uh, something water. Um, okay. it's like it's in
0: midtown. Okay. If anybody yeah. that's watching right now happens to live in Nashville, cause I know we got a lot of Nashville people that follow us. If any of that makes any kind of sense, drop it yeah. in the comment section for us oh uh, so like out of all these places that you're stopping at you're in louisiana arizona california oregon washington are these have you played in these locations before or are these all new new stops it's
1: all you? new spots i'm very excited a lot of these places i'm going for the first time yeah um and and it's just it's truly a blessing i'm like i'm just i'm so excited you know yeah. um and like I said, like I, I got to keep saying blessed because, you know, there's just so many musicians that are like out of work right now. Yeah. And, and, you know, and can't really do this. You know, it's yeah. like, it has a lot to do with where I live. Um, you know, Florida has been open. Um, you know, that, that has a lot of controversy to it. But for me, I'm thankful since I'm a musician and I've uh, been able to play mm-hmm. and do, do my thing. Um, and so, you know, I just, I keep, yeah you know, i count my blessings every day you know it could be a while i'm on the road some of these shows get canceled you know i'm yeah. a, not on some wood but you know i'm ready for that reality and uh i'm just like i said i'm an optimist and i'm just totally thankful for what i've got and um it, you know like going on tangent these are like a lot of these places the first time i've ever been to them so it be a very very cool
0: experience man I will say the drive, it I'm not hundred percent sure what way you'll be coming in from Idaho Falls, but the drive into and out of Moab is amazing. I've made that trip a couple of different times. It's the best best drive I've ever taken.
1: Right? I've heard none but good things about Moab. And also that's on my birthday, the day I'm playing in Moab. So it's Man. that's gonna be a that's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah. And then cool. Cedar City, I was supposed to go to Cedar City, but we that was back a couple of years ago, and I wasn't able to actually make it out to Cedar City, but I hear good things about that place as well. So,
1: oh man, yeah, I'm very excited about that little North region. Um, I'm actually waiting still. Uh, I uh, might be confirmed in Colorado, so okay. I might stop there because there's like a three day gap between there and Oklahoma. I think it's Cedar City,
0: one of those shows, yeah. and And um, it's this tour is nice because it's like you're still in the nice time of year where it's not going to get insanely cold. Like, I mean, I'm sure up in Oregon and Washington at night, it'll probably get pretty cold out, but
1: that's okay. I'm bringing my jackets. That's all good.
0: (laughs) You'll have your drug rugs.
1: Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Uh, No, I've had that realization myself. I was like, Oh, you know, that's why I I didn't really, you know, I just went with the fall tour, you know, like, Cause like, it's just me in this tour. It's like a solo deal. You know, yeah. I got, I got set up, you know, I don't just play acoustic and sing. Mm-hmm. I have like a loop pedal and all these yeah. things, but um, you know, it's, it's like, it's kind of like, a, you know, Hey, nice to meet you tour.
0: You know? yeah. It's That's awesome. But uh, uh, yeah. How often is it, do you usually do tours like this? Is this kind of more of a natural playing schedule for you or w- w- how, when there isn't a global pandemic kind of, making things hard, uh, how often are you usually out playing? How often are you usually out touring?
1: I play, uh, this is my first tour to be honest. Okay. Uh, you know, this is my first time leaving Florida to play music, uh, beforehand, before the pandemic and all that, I used to do a lot of shows in Orlando, of course I mm-hmm. uh, do a few in Jacksonville. I've been doing a lot more shows in Jacksonville recently. Uh, you know, as, uh, the times went on and people started, you know, giving a damn about what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, there's that there's that threshold where you kind of gotta like break into the scene, if you will. And yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, no, before that though, uh, I've been, you know, I would play, I'm not like the musician that plays every day the cover gigs. Um, you know, I like I said, I work construction on the side, you know, yeah. I probably play maybe like two or three shows a month, you know, um beforehand. Um yeah, I was even able to uh, catch a few gigs uh, during 2020 yeah. too, like you know, being in Florida. Yeah. So you know, that, like it wasn't totally dead for me in 2020, but I did yeah. really make only three shows in 2020, maybe like maybe three or four. That's it. Yeah. Before all that, though, no, like this is my first big tour, man. Like this is my first time um, really, like leaving, going somewhere, setting up, playing, leaving, doing. You know, and I'm very excited. You know, I know I know very well how rough it can be and how rough it probably will be since I am yeah. going alone. I'm driving. Yeah. I gotta, you know, watch out for temptations like, you know, because I do like to drink whiskey Yeah, and I can't get all drunk every night because then you know, it doesn't be a pain in the ass to drive. And also I might, you know, feel like crap the yeah. next day for a gig, you know. So it's gonna be a lot of learning experiences for me, but I am also very aware of like what it comes with. So I'm, mm-hmm. you know I'm ready for it, man. I've been saving money so I won't be like you know, with that guy without a contract, I can afford a hotel room if I don't know somebody in that area, or you know, yeah. if I don't get and find a couch, you know. Yeah. So.
0: What's your biggest concern about this first excursion out on a tour,
1: dude? I got no concerns. I, I'm not. I'm ready. I'm not. Ner- I'm. Not, I mean, I'm a little nervous. I'm going alone, and I don't know. What I'm going to run into. Mm-hmm. I guess my biggest concern would be like you know, I hope I don't you know get murdered. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean- I'm, I'm very uh I, I love to uh you know anthony bourdain said like the the best traveler is to be fear it's a fearless traveler yeah you know uh and uh i mean i'm 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 fearless man like, i you know I, I i you know if i got a good vibe from somebody like hey you know come to my house party or like you know hey you know i wanna you know hey this is my t- town to show you around i'm not like the guy that's weird out by that i'm the guy that's like cool that's awesome yeah uh, I mean, I'm not like an idiot either. I, I'm really good at reading people. You know, I got some weirdo trying to tell me to come with them. I'm be like,
0: nah, I'm cool. No, I'm this. good, yeah. yeah I will say, though, as somebody that's traveled back and forth across the country several times, don't be against staying in a, uh, in a uh, rest area, the truck rest stop deals. Those are oh, yeah. yeah those, those oh, nice. do. I'm all
1: over a loves man. If I have to, I mean, I'll just recline the seats. I can go take a shower. Yep. I do. I, I've done it. I've, sure. you know, I've traveled from Texas to Florida in between. And like, there was like, I was too tired and I stopped and slept and did that whole spiel. No, yeah. I'm not afraid of that, man. I'm, I'm with it, dude. You know, yeah. you know there's, there's worse yeah. situations I could be in. That's for oh, sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> there, there was a one time I was driving from Southern Illinois and I drove out to Cleveland and so I went to school all day. It was a Friday, Saturday deal. So I went to school all day Friday and I left Friday night, drove out to Cleveland. It was a 10 and a half hour drive. And I got to Cleveland at eight in the morning, did a whole documentary shoot that day. And then like an idiot, I decided to uh, drive all the way back home because I didn't want to buy a hotel room. And oh. three hours later, I got so tired that I pulled off the road, and there was a barn sitting off on the side of the road. And there was like a little dirt path, and I pulled in behind the barn, and I fell asleep for five and a half hours. And I woke up, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be here." So, yeah, it was a- dude, that's a, you're like getting you get
1: Father uh, Farmer John, not Father John Farmer, John, Farmer John knocking on your window with like a pitchfork or something. Like, whatever yeah. you doing?
0: I'm just sleeping. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I've done, I've done stuff like that. It's it's amazing. But it, those are the experiences that I love. Just making the drive. My my Absolutely, dream trip. My dream trip is to go from Key West all the way up to Seattle.
1: Oh man, that would be.
0: Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, like, I love the Keys, man. You're 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 familiar with uh, Key West. And not Key West so much. I'm familiar more with like Isla Marata. Okay.
1: Well if you go to Key West, uh go to the green parrot. Always okay. good music. Always yeah. a good time parrot. Love that place.
0: Um but uh yeah, that would be a really good. I'll actually be down in the Keys in January. Uh we, we go to a nice. bluegrass festival down in the Keys every year. So yeah. Nice. Well, f- well, nice. What's it called? Uh baygrass, bluegrass. Okay, I'm going to check that out, man. Yeah, it's – I'm does. hoping they're doing it this year because they canceled it. it are, I'm hoping they're doing it in 2022 because they canceled it in 2021. Um But I have to call – I have the no- promoter's number in my phone, so I got to call them and figure out what's going on because it's hey, getting to that point where it's like, we need to start planning this. Like, for can't sure. just do it, you know.
1: Yeah, fingers crossed, man. You know, I'm really hoping, you know, things are – somewhat going in the right direction. And then, you know, the whole Delta thing, I'm just hoping yeah. it's not a rerun of 2020
0: coming, you know, and we'll see what happens, man. Wake up
1: every morning and, you know, look up in the sky and just say, Hey, come on, it's, just, it's done. It's done. Let's get on with our lives.
0: You know? Do you, um, <laughs> so once you kind of get there, or once you wrap up this tour, um, in, October. Yeah. That's what 10 is. I was like, wait a minute. What does 10 mean? means October. Duh. Um, <laughs> would uh, you wrap up this tour in October? What's kind of the plans moving forward?
1: Uh, just work on music. Uh, you know, like I work on this LP. I'm you know, I'm not going to be able to really work on this LP while on tour. So that's a few mm. months off of that. But um, you know, I have a few songs that are pretty much fully produced and mm. edited um, I'm kind of debating whether or not to hire a mixing engineer, or a master engineer for these ones, just so I can yeah. kind of release least yeah. while I'm very picky when it comes to that. So like, I still haven't found like a go-to like side engineer. Cause you yeah. know, I do everything myself. I do everything myself because I went through so many different engineers that, and no disrespect to the engineers, cause they're all great ones. It's just like, there's something that I'm trying to do. And like, they just, we couldn't really mesh to get it to where I was satisfied with it. So yeah. that's why I started just like, you know, it took me a long time to, to like really figure out how to do it myself, but not to go on a tangent on, on that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll pretty much, you know, after tour, I'm going to be working, you know, done, just working on new things. Uh, I actually um, have to, I have a job, you know, I do construction. Like I said, I'm, I'm really cannot wait till the day where, um, you know, I, I can just quit that but yeah. right now I can't though, so. especially cause that's probably, so it cost me a lot of money for this tour. So I'll, I'll probably be working a lot. Uh, I might have to go to, um, I might have to go to, uh, um, oh my God, what's it called? Uh, Indiana for a little while to go oh, wow. a job. Up. Yeah. But it's, it's great money. Like I said, like normally what I do is I'll go away for like a month or two, mm-hmm. three months, work construction somewhere like I did in Texas and yeah. you know, other places I've done this and I'll pretty much just stack a bunch of money so, I can come back home and just be full creative. You know, yeah. I can like go a few months where I can just be in my studio here and I can just um, do my thing, not worry about it. You know, it's kind of like a give and take. I gotta give a few months of my life to so I can I actually don't call it give and make, so I can yeah. make the music.
0: <laughs> actually, that's actually really cool because while you're, out, up actually working i'm sure you still have really have the ability to occasionally go out and play oh, yeah. if you want to
1: and- it's it's like normally it's like a it's it's hard because uh you know it's hard work i'm a laborer you know uh-huh. i'm not like one of those like guys that sits in a machine all day yeah and um so i'm pretty tired you know it's six days out of the week and it's 10 hour days yeah. but overtime, over time so it's pretty much only saturday nights and sundays i got off but, and, but nonetheless, you know, like, the, um, you know, I was in Iowa uh, for a little while and I was doing open mics out there. I was doing open mics in Texas. It was just hard for me to really network and um, get gigs. But I will say also at those points, too, I didn't have a, an extensive EPK like I have now. So, you know, it, it's kind of, be, you know, not to sound like a ass, but it is a little bit easier for me now to get yeah. gigs um so yeah no that's definitely what i have in mind the only thing is i'm like in the middle of nowhere i think in indiana i think it's going to be like mitchell okay which is like yeah it's in the middle of nowhere but you know and then you know I'm, i'm gonna bring my you know my I have uh, portable interfaces. I'm like the you know guy getting on the knocked on the hotel. Or, hey, hey, you know, can't play guitar this late. I'm I'm that hotel guy. So
0: that hotel guy. Uh, definitely,
1: you know, definitely not. Yeah, you know, I don't ever go stagnant. You know, I'm always on social media. I always find days to do photo shoots. I always like write to my fan club because I have the email list. Um, which, if you guys are watching, I know it's been two weeks. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna write to you guys very soon. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> I try not I try not to blat because I've got. Cause going back to like the promotion thing, that's another thing that's very, very helpful is the phone list and the email list, because then it's like reaching out to the people you already have and keeping those communications and keeping. Yeah, no. So yeah. yeah it's, sure. it's very
1: important, man. Like it's how I know where my, you know, like that's like the true fans are the ones that are, I mean, not saying like people aren't true fans because they're not my email club, but those are like the people that like, are very interactive with me, you know, like I get a lot of, you know, feedback from them, you know, I try and give them things like free merch or contests and, um, you know, like demos of like songs that are released that like, you know, like where where songs are unreleased things Mm -hmm. are out in the public that they have. Um, It's, it's almost like a free Patreon, if you will, that I have with my email list. I do plan on making a Patreon soon um just because i feel like it's getting to a point where it's necessary for me because you know it takes a lot of money to do these things like go on tour and afford you know like audio equipment and do maintenance on my instruments and all these things and you know because for a long time i always felt like oh you know that's just my choice but now it's like something that it's it's more than it's like my my uh, um way of life my yeah. well-being and, it,
0: it's one of those things where because i feel the exact same thing where it's like it, you've been doing it so long that it's part of you that if you give it up you'll be missing something your oh, life would be missing something i could never give it up dude I, yeah. like i'll be dead that's when i give it up yeah, yeah.
1: i'll be the guy even, you know even if like if things don't work out i don't care man i'll be i'll be four, fifty years old playing a bar i don't care dude yeah. like I, that's just, I love playing music. I love interacting with people in that matter. And, yeah, uh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I don't want to keep you too much longer here because I just realized it's a lot, not a lot later, but it's later on the East Coast than it is here. Even, yeah. Um all good, bro. It's yeah, all good. So I, I appreciate you jumping on. Uh, if people want to check out your music and all that fun stuff, uh, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? Well, um, so
1: I'm on pretty much on every streaming platform there is. So like whatever, uh, your streaming of choice, if you like, uh, you know, Spotify, Apple music, Deezer, you know, the yeah. Amazon, whatever, um, you know, uh, Don, uh, www.donugly.com is my website to where you can purchase this music. If you feel free to, it's a name, your price. Um, you know, you can join my, uh, I call it my fam club like my family club. Uh, if you're interested in that, that's where you can do so Just leave your email on the top and you'll get weekly to bi-weekly love letters from me with exclusive content. Um, you, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much like I, I'm pretty present on anything. So I always tell my people like, Hey, whatever you like to do, like, you know, if you're an Instagram person, you're a Facebook person, you know, you can, you you, you can find me and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, all my music is in all these platforms, uh, even Bandcamp, SoundCloud, yeah. you know. But um yeah, www.donnelly.com, I guess, would be like that's where to start if you really want to check me out. Um, but I'm on all those platforms, man.
0: <laughs> What's been as far as social media goes? Which one has been your favorite to kind of dive into?
1: Mine's Instagram. Um, I, I love taking photos. Um, I feel like, I mean, I you know, you gotta be interactive in all social media, but I feel like Instagram for me is a little more laid back. You know, I, I'm on TikTok. I'm not as active on TikTok anymore because like it's it. I've got so much that I'm doing that like it's very hard for me to like. Um,
0: the thing about you know, TikTok, like,
1: think of like content that's like you know more than because you know the successful TikTok people. It's more than just. Me play more than like yeah. musicians playing guitar. It's like they're thinking of things. That looks like that, it takes
0: that's me, right? my issue with TikTok is it's got to be like its own custom content because what works on every other platform just may not work on TikTok. Right,
1: right. And I, I get this sense of um, it's just like TikTok to me is. I mean, all social media is pretty. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of a better word than fake. Yeah, But like TikTok is is like it's almost annoying to me how like
0: um, It just misrepresents everything. Right, you know, right because like
1: I, I'm just not I'm not the musician that's like um, I don't know, oh here, let me make a skit about, a, you know something, you know, oh I just farted and like did something, I don't know, you know, I'm not, that's not who I am and uh, you know, I've had like liaisons trying to like give me ideas that kind of like go with like spread branching out and in ways um that are just not like real like that's not who I am so yeah. I don't want to ever come off as fake and I feel like TikTok it's very easy to come off that way. So I like Instagram a lot. Yeah. That's that's more of my I'm I've got the most followers on Instagram I'll yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: the only th- issue I have with Instagram is it kind of puts everything or it takes everything out of context. Like the first like real. Not, uh, like attention we got was uh, we were down in the keys and we took like a photo of something that we thought was really cool. And it's some an experience we had and everybody's like, Oh, you're just down in the keys partying, having a good old time, you know, doing all this stuff. And it was like literally a half second. We were walking from the backstage of a concert or a, the, bluegrass festival over to uh do a podcast and we'd stopped and saw this really cool thing and took a photo of it and they're like oh that's all you're doing down there and there was a bunch of people pissed off at us because they thought all we were doing was partying and stuff and it's like
1: you know people people get really offended these days you could do it's kind of scary about how um you know being like in you know having like a presence on social media that's like more like a normal like um, you know like like a normal person where it's just their instagram you know being like an influencer or a musician or like yeah. a radio podcast anything like that yeah you gotta really watch out what you post because like you know, people get the wrong idea and then next thing you know you're shunned yeah and and it's like it's, it's I, I hate that you know i i i feel like uh i feel like just everyone's just really mad at each other and just like trying to uh prove that they're right you know everyone's trying to prove that they're right and i just I just wish that wasn't happening. You know, I, I wish, you know, people can disagree with people, but still be all right with that.
0: You know? Yeah. And a hundred percent agree with that. That's the motto. I take there's very little anyone can say to offend me or change my opinion about you. Like if you told me this thing, okay, cool. That's you.
1: Absolutely. Dude. Quoting Anthony Bourdain again, he was like, uh, what do he say? Uh, um, uh, I don't have to agree with you. I don't like, i don't have to like you to not respect you, you yeah know? like it, 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 that, that doesn't have to fall in line yeah absolutely um, but yeah, you know yeah it's like uh and i get that one thing i hate about instagram the most too is like it's got a lot of um spam like you know you'll I'll, you know because you need know, to use hashtags to kind of like yeah. spread it out you actually know, like you that.
0: know what i started doing with that stuff because you you get the same issue that i do where it'll be like the robo comments be like hey yeah like post I'll, this-
1: I'll, you'll post something Oh also DM me at this like yeah. and then you'll get like a message like hey you want to like increase yeah. your fan base I'm like no get
0: out of here. and so what I've started doing is like I do it periodically but um I'll start roasting them in the comments <laughs> and
1: I so like, I always erase it,
0: but I do the same thing, man. Like, Wait, no, like, I'll do it because I'm kind of <laughs> hoping that it turns into something where people just start coming to my page to see the roast of the robo comments. But the issue is it's, like, different people, but they're tagging, like, the same four different fake accounts. And so after a while, it's, like, reality records. How many jokes can I make about that? You know? They're,
1: they're, dude it's like it, it's so crazy it pisses you up there's one time though where like it scared me a little bit sure. because i was like calling this guy out and he's like oh well you just messed up i'm about to log into all of your things i have now have access and you're about to be screwed and i was just like is he for real? (laughs) You know, I couldn't help but think that. So I was like, okay, that's it. I blocked
0: the guy. That's not messing with him. Yeah. You know, it was like like the first one that got a lot of people laughing (laughs) was this guy posted, Hey, uh, if you want a million new followers, DM me at, and it was hot rope records. Hot rope. Yeah. Hot rope records. And i was, was like, like ah. yeah and so i'm sitting there and i'm like all right i got a joke for this one and i commented i was like geez i'm curious how many careers have you hung out to dry with this fake instagram handle and like every or a few different people messaged me and they were like that was very funny <laughs> messed up but very funny and i'm like <laughs> oh my god yeah it's it, it's amazing yeah. i love it because so. it, it just makes you so mad
1: you're like dude like and there's people that fall for that stuff yeah and like oh my god you know i'll never forget um it's funny because i i read um uh, there's an author who's also a musician he's like he's like in my opinion one of the greatest diy musicians that a lot of people haven't heard of but like a lot of people have at the same time his name's ari herstan okay and uh yeah he wrote this book on how to make it in the new music business
0: yeah
1: i i, I follow that i followed by that book i love that book and also you know he has like a blog and an email list and i'm on all that stuff and then i'm reading the email one day about how oh, hey guys watch out there's this new scam going on where uh pretty much you get a message from someone who's been like oh wow i love your stuff and they mess you like hey can you make a pretty much make an original birthday song for them yeah and then like you give them you know like they'll let's they'll say they'll give you like a bunch of money that's like over the amount and they trust you to send the rest back and then they get all your information he was telling us i like, watched after that the next day i get that message like, yeah i like music do you write music i my, it's my son's birthday and i'm just like oh dude, I, man, I i'm not gonna say what i wrote in that message but boy i violated right. Like you oh, can man. go uh, do a lot of different things
0: yourself that are negatively yeah you know i've i've seen i've seen a few people post about that and luckily because a lot of people think that i produce music just like w- they look at the page and stuff like that and it's like no i don't but i've seen that po- i've seen that come up and it's like yo you guys can go Take a long walk. There's people that
1: fall for that dude. They're like, "Oh man, I'm about to get like five hundred dollars to write these." There's someone that's going to like have my song personal forever.
0: Yeah. Like, no, dude, no. Uh, there's a way. To, there's a way to do it, and you know, not the yeah. way. To do it. Yeah.
1: Like you know, I, well, I will say this: I have actually put a few different things together with networking with um, really cool musicians or putting shows together straight from messaging on instagram mm-hmm. um i do have some success stories like pretty much cold messaging people mm-hmm. but it's very rare you know you, you know it's like people that people honestly sometimes get pissed when like you know you follow them and like like you immediately hit them like oh hey thank you so much for following me you know like listen to my music you know so people are like oh is just bad promoting yeah. Me, I don't, I don't look at like that. Every time, anytime, uh, cause I'm like the type of person on Instagram, you know, you follow me, I'll, I'll probably I'll like 95% time follow you back unless I don't like what you're posting. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, when people send me that, I, I honestly go and check them out because like, I want people to do the same for me and I found a lot of cool music that way. And I've also made a lot of cool connections that way. So, um, but, uh, it, it doesn't always work like that. And it does, Piss me off the amount of spam that comes as well. Really. I just gotta sift through it, man. Gotta yeah. sift through.
0: It. But then, <laughs> then again, there's also been some stuff that I thought was spam that were pretty legit. Yeah, things. That's and another you know, thing <laughs> like like You come up
1: with an ass, and you're like, "Oh wait, oh oh, dude, I thought you were like, I thought
0: you were fake. Like, oh, I'm sorry." Man. We get that. I get that all the time. Like I get it. Just people think I'm spam or whatever. And it's like, I'm literally asking to send a Spotify link so I could put it on our playlist. Like, cause I mean, at the least, that's what I could do to help promote your music. Like that's the bare minimum entry I could do to help promote music is build a playlist link and send it out. And people yell at me for being fake and a spam and a con artist. I was like, for asking for a Spotify link.
1: People like, are mad. People are upset. Like, but at the same time though, like, you know, you get a um, you know, you get put on like a playlist that has like robot plates. Yeah. And uh then you get banned from Spotify.
0: That is so true. That's really, that is very true. You
1: know, so people uh, you know you gotta be careful with the Spotify things. Yeah. Um, that actually happened to me. I found out that I was on a playlist that had robots and I got a, like a few hundred plays that were fake. And but I like, as soon as I saw the results, like, cause you can kind of tell. Yeah. I mean, you can absolutely tell like, when you see results on Instagram. But I hit them. I was like, you better take me off your playlist right now before I like, report your shit. And I still yeah. report them.
0: Yeah.
1: So, and, uh, you know, you got to be careful with that because, you know, Spotify, there's no remorse. So they're like, oh, well, you know, cause that's, that's essentially you're robbing even though it's like sense, it's change. Yeah. What, uh, what, what you get paid from yeah. stream that's still considered theft. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, you'll get your blacklisted from, uh, from one of the. being a musician getting blacklisted from one of the top streaming platforms is not good.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> I, I will say though, we don't robo. We're not a robo playlist. We are legit. Nine times no. out of ten, it's me running through the playlist and listening to it all the time because I travel so damn much. Like, a bit-
1: oh, yeah, and that's yeah, like you can always tell, you can tell, like, you know, there's people that like don't really realize the repercussions and they just let it ride. But, like, yeah. when you got like a uh, because you know, Spotify, you, when you have music on Spotify, you have uh, the app for artists, and you can see like where your music's being played, you can see like um you know where it's coming from and when you got like 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 that all your songs coming from one area that's like a given right there and that's why I, me like after a week of being on this playlist it was like all oh, this playlist was coming from one like like area and it was like it was like at spurts of times yeah and that's just how you know it's that's not how people listen to music yeah you know? like that's not realistic so, so
0: is it will it is it like geo-targeted to like where you're listening from so like if let's say i have a playlist of 40 songs and your songs on there uh-huh situation and i'm driving from Waco Texas where i'm at now down to the keys and all i do is i'm listening to these 40 songs will it just keep continuing showing from waco or if i listen to your song in waco and then it pops up in like new orleans you know that I'm not too sure about that one. Okay. That
1: one, um,
0: you know that that's probably
1: like for the algorithm to really figure out. But okay. I will say, like, how I know I'm on, play, like, I for in like, if you listen to my song, I think it's like, um, I think it's like only like five times that you got to listen to it within a seven day period. Your playlist will show up, like, oh, like, what well, here? Check it out. This is what you're on your feature on this playlist, and your playlist will pop up and I'll list yeah. the playlist on. Um, but when it comes to like that, like if you're traveling listing, I'm not too sure how, how that works out. That would, that probably, it would probably more likely because I'm pretty sure that's like, when you make a Spotify profile, <clears throat> you put like information like as based on where you're located. Yeah. So it probably, even if you're not in Waco, it's probably gonna be like, okay, well you're, you're from Waco. So you're,
0: yeah. You're okay. Not just that's, Waco. that's what I'm assuming I could be wrong. That's fair. Uh, I was just kind of curious because it's like, I don't know, whatever, but no, I, there's a lot of it's musicians. I never thought about that. That's a good question. There's you a know? lot of musicians out there that needed to hear that because they, there are people out there that do set up robo playlists and do a bunch of bad stuff. And- messing up, dude.
1: You're messing up. Like the numbers don't care. And then the day too. Like who wants a bunch of fake listeners? Like, don't you want real people? like really listening to you. Like, do you want to have like a million plays and nobody know who you are? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, like it's just, it doesn't look right. It might look right in your egotistical mind, but it's not right. And you're going to get one day, you're going to wake up with an email from Spotify telling you, Hey, you're done. Yeah. We're taking your music off. We hit up your distribution company and that is what it is. And uh, you're going to cry. You're going to be like, yeah. damn, that sucks.
0: And then you're going to be exposed. Yep. And then you don't have, even do to, it. You have to figure it out from there.
1: What was that term of Lucy? I love Lucy. Lucy, you got some explaining to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, um, once again, I want to thank you so much for jumping on. It's been an absolute blast sitting here chatting okay. and I, hopefully I'll be able to catch you on your way through, uh, from Louisiana to Bisbee. Maybe if, uh, cause that weekend between your Bisbee show and, uh, your lake charles show i'm either going to roswell or the guy because we run a radio show and that weekend we're supposed to do a bunch of recording i'm trying to get them to come out to me because i've made the last five trips out to roswell and it's like yo come out yes yeah. but
1: dude, keep be um, posted i mean i'd love to come to roswell honestly so yeah, yeah. I- i'll it. see if i can
0: get a uh, I'll, I'll see if i can help you get booked I, we'll talk after we get off air here and um That'd be really cool uh yeah. i'll see if i can help you get booked get you in contact um but yeah other than that uh you want to hit them with the uh socials one more time before we call yeah. it
1: first off thank you guys so much for uh you know uh hanging out with us tonight and tom thanks for having me yep. um to uh, anybody who's interested uh check out www.donugly.com um, that's pretty much the basis you can find anything on that website uh, uh, join my fan club um, you know i don't spam you i just send you love letters every week or so and give you free things or discounts and exclusive content um for whatever streaming platform your preference is spotify itunes the whole nine yards i'm on it uh, instagram facebook twitter uh follow don ugly uh, either official don ugly on twitter you know Um, But uh, anything, uh, whatever you guys' preferences, I'm on it, and I'd love to have you be a part of the fam.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll catch you all later. Peace. All right. We are good.